Hi there, my name's Jane Anderson and this is the Jane Anderson Brand You Show. It's the podcast for experts who want to have greater impact, influence and income for their businesses and careers. As experts, we know that people buy from people and work with people who they know, who they like and who they trust. So I'm so glad you're here because it's that time again now to really amplify how you show up in the world. Hi there, welcome to the Brand You Show. My name's Jane Anderson and we talk everything brand new, particularly if you have a business that is yourname.com. So welcome to today's show. I'm so pleased that you're here and uh, and downloading the set, the uh, episode today. Um, today what I wanted to talk about was I wanted to talk about uh, LinkedIn groups and how they can build your personal brand but also, are they really worth the time, energy, and effort? So they, they can take a bit of work. Well, I guess when you look at LinkedIn overall, you, assuming that you have an account, if you, if you don't, um, then it might be something that you'd like to think about as part of your brand. But, but as part of yourname.com, um, one of the ways that you can really build your positioning and your profile is, is being able to show that you're the expert at something and that you know how to do stuff and you can answer people's questions or if not even share content and those types of things. Um, LinkedIn provides this opportunity to have a group and um, when you've got, you know, I think LinkedIn's up to nearly around 400 million people at the moment and you've got five profiles opened every, uh, created every second. It's just extraordinary. So, You've got the ability to connect and invite people to a group um, if you're building it. You might already be a member of a group. Uh, I know I am. I'm a member of a number of groups and you might notice that um, there are other people in those groups who are similar to you. And there are some some benefits, but I think it's important to think about um, how much time you've got. They can be a little bit time-consuming. Um, but there, I guess some of the, some of the benefits... Uh, that you can really look at, uh, you know, on LinkedIn, you can identify where your customers are hanging out. Um, on your profile, you can have up to uh, 50 groups on your profile. And there are, if you have a look, there are just thousands of groups. Um, and you, some are open groups, so some that you can uh, join without having a certain qualification or something, and some you have to be in that certain industry. So, for example, at one point I was doing a lot of work with women who work in superannuation funds and there was a particular group on that. So I applied to be part of the group and they rejected me because I, I don't work in superannuation and that's fair enough um, because that's what the rules that they're trying to keep around that group. Um, but I think one of the things to think about is just depending on what you're trying to do, groups could be an opportunity for you. And Seth Godin in his book Tribes, you know, he talks about the people who are most likely to buy from you are those people who, who already know you. And in the, his book Tribes, he talks about, you know, you trying to create these um, connections of tribes or people who operate like you, who think like you, who like you, who understand what you're saying. Um, and a group could be an opportunity to do that. Um, so the purpose of a group is really to connect with other people who are like-minded or have a similar problem that you potentially solve. Um, it could also, some other groups you'll see, industry groups and things like that. But if your name, your, yourname.com 
um, and you are positioning yourself as an expert and a thought leader, a group could be an opportunity for you. Um, I think some of the questions uh, that I generally get asked about running a group is generally, why would I do it? And are there any advantages? What are the disadvantages? Um, so I think some of the benefits are that it expands your ability to be returned in search results is the first one. So um, you might notice that when you're looking for somebody who has a certain skill set, so for example, um, you know, if you're looking for um, a, you know, a productivity expert, Sydney, or whatever that might be, the people who turn up in your search result are a first, second, and third level connection. But there's one other um, aspect of people who turn up in that that search, and that is if you're in a group that's the same as them. So there are some benefits of being in a group, and that is that you turn up in search results. Um, it also allows you to contribute to some discussions and share your area of expertise. Uh, so it can also give you really a little bit more of a direct line to your ideal audience. So as opposed to just putting information up in a feed, you can get to people a little bit more directly. Um uh, your contribution to the group, it really sends a, a clear message to connections about your expertise, your interests and your passions, provided you're on message and you're not wavering. Um, it also can increase your profile views. So it means that, you know, more people, you'll you'll see your visibility scores go up. Um, and this is because your search results are working. And groups can also build your own knowledge and expertise. Um, I think some of the disadvantages of being in a, being in a group are that um, I think just the sheer management of information. Like if, you, if you've if you got uh, your email set up, you just really need to consider your settings because, uh, you know, make sure you have rules and things set up so that you're not reading updates in your inbox every day. Just set up rules and look at those things every week or something. But, you know, if you've got, if you remember 50 groups, that's a lot of excessive email that's going to come through. So um, just make sure you, if you're in a group, have a look in the settings area and just make sure that you, you change um, your updates because unless you're managing the group, I don't think there's any need to get anything daily. Um, uh, I think um, one of the other disadvantages sometimes being in a group is it, it can feel a little bit closed. So if you feel like you might be a bit concerned that you're closing yourself up off to other uh, opportunities if you're focusing too heavily on it. Um, so I think then the benefits of running a group, the benefit of running a group is that it positions you as a leader in the industry and you can effectively become kind of the go-to person. Um, it allows you to include your website address in the, in the group description and all that sort of thing. Um, you have access to a responsive audience. So a group owner has the influence in the group and you your job is um, you really maintain the group's direction. So you've got that real leadership role. Um, it gives you visibility across your areas of expertise and you will often be the first one to hear of perhaps what might be happening in your industry. Um, and when a member joins a group, that group details and logo is displayed on their profile. So that increases increases the group's visibility again. Um, I think there are a couple of uh, disadvantages that come with running a group, and that is just it can be really time-consuming. Um, there are some features that can help you manage that, and there's like automated welcome messages and things like that. Um, the other thing too is once you start a group 
then you can't close it. So you need to think about your level of commitment and how much time you're prepared to devote to it. Um, there is also, the, uh, in terms of what LinkedIn provides you, they, they don't provide you very good analytics. So um, you it's hard for you to get data and information on your return on investment. Um, and so that can be a bit of a, a concern, if, if particularly if you're in a marketing uh, if you know if you're looking at um, your own marketing and your return on investment of your time, I think the main thing to remember is it, it is about visibility and credibility, um, and just really thinking about what are the other activities that you have happening at the moment as part of yourname.com and your positioning as an expert. You know, if you're doing a lot of speaking or you're doing, you know, um, maybe that's working better for you or, you know, it just, it's got a link to the purpose of the rest of your activity and where does it fit in? Um, because there could be other activities that are much better return of investment of your time. Um, uh, the disadvantages of running a group as well is that, um, you also have to, your job is to run it. You have to manage conflict in the group. Um, you have to manage people being spammy and things like that. So it's not really, um, uh, it's not helpful if the group has a really high potential for conflict. And I think you just got to think about what's your what's your message in there and are you strong enough to manage it? Um, and you have to be really, really clear on your expectations and what are the ground rules for that group. So I think if you're considering starting a group, um, First of all, what I would do is just really consider what's the purpose of the group. So is it to position you? Is it to um, keep visible? Is it to turn up in search results? Is it all of the above? Um, is it um, making sure that you can use it as a tool to um, build your sales funnel or whatever it might be? Um, so just really get clear about the purpose of your group. Um, if you, for example, if you had something like, let's say you're, um, let's say you're a leadership expert and you specialize in feedback or something like that, or high performing teams and your group probably is then more designed for, um, HR managers or leaders or CEOs and those types of things, then just make it uh, clear that that's who the group is for and then you can decide what you're doing with your lead generation from there so you might be calling people dropping them a line keeping in touch more personally whatever that might be but just starting a group for a group's sake um, because everybody else is doing it or it looks like the cool thing to do um, what's going to happen is is that you're going to lose your momentum you're going to lose your um you're going to lose your focus on it and it means that it's just going to dribble away and um it, it just doesn't really seem like it's really got a lot of value for you um and then people won't feel like they're getting value um the other thing too i would say if you are setting up a group is just make sure you complete all the all the fields and make sure the members know all the guidelines and expectations so if you can set really clear expectations it'll just help you manage it more efficiently and more effectively uh, particularly if you end up with a with a, um, a group member who's not complying and you have to deal with them so don't expect that people behave <laughs> um, you have to you have to manage it um, I think the other thing too is make sure that the members who are, are joining your group just make sure they're really clear about what they can expect from you 
So uh, will you be checking it daily or are you going to check it weekly or are you going to post something weekly or, um, you know, maybe you're going to co-manage it with somebody. Um, so just be clear about what, what they can expect from you and, um, and that will just help probably ease some of the pressure as well. Um, I think you're, you might also like to think about some of the automation features, which is like the um, autoresponders and things like that when people join. And it will just help reduce your workload a little bit. Um, you've just got to be mindful that this doesn't create too much of extra workload you want to make it um, more a leveraging tool then here's another thing that has to be done Um, and I think the other thing too is you want to really maintain engagement and by contributing topics so make sure you're putting topics in don't expect people just to set up a group and it's going to self-manage and everybody's going to um, look after it that just does not happen um, I was in a group once which was in a particular career group and the person managing it um, it was like they were managing it like full-time I don't I don't know what type of uh, I haven't I know what type of job they had um, but it was starting to become reasonably clear that this person probably didn't have a lot of work to do in their job and this was um, they were getting frustrated because people weren't contributing as much as them and all that sort of thing. And I ended up getting out of the group because it was just an absolute bombardment of, why, you know, we want this from you, we want that from you, can you put this article up, can you write this, can you, you know, it was it was just ridiculous. So, <laughs> so don't be demanding. Like your job is to run the thing. If you don't want to run it, if you don't have the time, then don't do it and just focus on your other activities. Um, but if you're going to do it, just, um, you know, your job is to run it. Your job is to take the lead. You need to contribute to the articles and the posts or whatever. And um, the other thing I would say is make sure you give um, encouragement and feedback. So this isn't just a one-way stream of you just pushing out information. Um, when people comment or contribute or whatever, um, validate them make sure you thank them make sure you um, read what they've said perhaps highlight some particular things you found interesting Um, and that way you're going to make it really safe for people Uh, when I'm out working with LinkedIn with clients people are so scared to put content up this I I literally have to teach people how to like something and you'd be surprised how many times I have to do that I was surprised. I, I thought that people would feel quite comfortable doing that. But unfortunately, we have this thing, particularly in Australia, this culture of tall poppy. People are very scared to put something out there and to put something out there that um, that they are scared to look stupid. Um, so my suggestion is, is you want to create a really safe in, uh, environment in your group to encourage people to share their thoughts, ideas, um, and my suggestion as even a tip for you is you might even put in your welcome email that you often find sometimes people are a little bit scared to put something up. If they would like to contact you before putting something up, you know, and get your feedback or something like that, um, just be kind, be compassionate, be understanding, and don't be frustrated and um, resentful that people aren't contributing. <laughs> so I hope that helps you if you're thinking about setting up uh, your group. Um, I'd love to hear how you go with it and uh, and perhaps uh, look at ways that you can leverage your personal brand and your message and create that real group or a tribe of people who love what you do because they're more likely to be advocates for you. Even if they don't buy from you, they're often going to refer you. So 
Um, I look forward to seeing you on the next podcast. Oh, in the meantime, make sure you have a look at the um, on the jane.anderson.com website. You'll see copies of Connect. You can purchase Connect, the uh, LinkedIn book, which is Leverage Your LinkedIn Profile for Business Growth and Lead Generation in Less Than 7 Minutes a Day. Um, Obviously, uh, there's also the impact book, which is around building your personal brand, uh, and that's in the books area as well. If you don't want to purchase there, that's cool. You're very welcome to jump onto Amazon.com or um, Book Depository, whatever works for you. Um, they're available in all bookstores and also available on Kindle. Uh, if you're interested in more about building your LinkedIn profile, particularly around your search engine optimization and things like that, um, you're very welcome to check out my other podcasts. Have a look through. You'll see some interviews that I've done with some other people around their personal branding. But feel free to have a look at some of those that are around your LinkedIn. And um, also, if you want uh, more help, I've built the online uh, Connect course. It's four nine, $497. So feel free to jump in the shop and you'll learn in there. That's my masterclass. That, that's typically a two-day masterclass that I do with my clients. Um but uh, you're very welcome to jump in there and you can start building it if you want to become a bit of a LinkedIn ninja. <laughs> so anyway, have a fantastic week. Uh, thanks for jumping on board and, um, and love to connect with you. You're welcome to connect with me on LinkedIn, of course, um, Twitter, Facebook and Instagram. All right, have a great week and we'll see you uh, or catch you on the next podcast. <laughs>